Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Taking off and landing are certainly the most dangerous times if you're going to go fly an airplane. And, coincidentally, when you take off starting to drive as a youngster, and when you hang up your keys for the last time, those just happen to be also the most deadly. Unfortunately, beginning and ending drivers not only often take their own life, but often many folks with them. So the question that I'm posing to you, how will you know when the time comes for you to put old red out to pasture, hang up those keys for the last time, how do you come in for a smooth landing? So on today's show, we certainly want to ask that question, when is it time to hang up the keys? But we want to talk about how do we come in for a slow landing? What are some ideas on making sure that we are got that long slow approach that keeps you from crashing and we've got a bit of a game for you this is going to be fun are you prepared to play the i am not a mr magoo geezer i have before me several questions <laughs> now the first challenge i found is that a lot of in our audience don't know who mr magoo is which is <laughs> There's a young man sitting in front of me. I asked him, and he said he had no idea. Well, Mr. Magoo was a cartoon character for those of us who grew up in the 60s and 70s. He couldn't see. He couldn't hear too well, and he drove his car all over. Ended up on a on the roller coaster, right, Bob? Yep. Uh, you can hear him. It, I can still remember that cartoon. He had these great big black rim glasses, and uh, he couldn't hear very well. He couldn't see hardly at all, and he was out driving around, and and he went on to be on Gilligan's Island as Thurston Howell III. <laughs> but anyway, he we have the theme song in our first break. You'll be able to hear Mr. Magoo. But that's who we're talking about when we say, I am not a Mr. Magoo geezer. So I have before me several questions to see if you, the listeners, have what it takes on the challenge of driving as you age. So call in at 866-348-7884, and I will ask... A question to find out whether or not you are headed towards Mr. Magoo Geezerdom. <laughs> if you have a correct answer, you're going to receive a very limited edition, very limited edition. I am not a Mr. Magoo Geezer Christian Car Guy certificate. I am working those up in my secret laboratory, and you are going to want one. So here to help us this morning, we have our very own, I am not a Mr. Magoo Geezer Bob Young, <laughs> our Christian junkyard guy and his son jeremy to help welcome bob and jeremy it's great to be here this morning brother it's been a little while it's been a very 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 busy summer for us uh uh, right after graduation i carried five senior young men to the beach for a week and uh got back on that saturday and immediately left uh the next morning on a mission trip to uh new jersey uh where the young people from the church, we went up and uh, performed a demolition on a house. And, uh, so those were the young people. But today, as we all age, and, you know, Robbie's no spring chicken anymore. And so as I'm aging, I'm beginning to ask those questions. 
how can I come in for a smoother landing? And we have questions today that, that are going to figure that out. And so we're going to hit Bob with our very first question. Bob, do you think you have what it takes to not be a Mr. Magoo geezer? Well, brother, I got a year older. I got another <laughs> digit this year, this week, and uh, I'm 56 now. But So uh, here is your question. At what age does the average person's reaction time begin to really extend? In other words, when what, what age does your reaction time really begin to slow down? Is that between the ages of 30 and 40? Or B, the ages of 50 to 60? Or C, the ages of 60 to 70? Or D, the ages of 70 to 80? When does the, your, the average person, male or female's, reaction time really begin to extend bob well right now mine's pretty good but i know that uh from judging from most people that i've uh you know been around for years and years i'd have to say between 60 and 70 and and i don't know if it gets worse after that there you go what is the the meter is going to check it out and Oh, Bob, you get the you get the you get the grace meter. It's telling you that you are exactly right. It is between the ages of sixty to seventy. It actually drops somewhere between the time you're sixty to seventy, almost a half a second. Uh. And so, if you got your normal following distance, think how you need to increase that because your reaction time just simply begins to slow down. So that's how the game is played, and we need you to call in the very first question that you can play. The question we have, the I am not a Mr. Magoo geezer question is roundabouts. You know these new things that they have at intersections. Oh, yeah. Are found to result in blank crashes than traditional intersections. Would that be fewer crashes, more crashes, the same amount of crashes, or less impact crashes? That's you got multiple choice. So you call in, you can win the question of the uh, the, the I'm not a geezer 866-348-7884 and tell us roundabouts are found to result in fewer or more or the same amount of or less impact crashes. 866-348-7884. And then Coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Cry out for a sermon. Lift up our voice for understanding. As you might have guessed, we are going to be talking about how some ideas on how to come in for a landing very smoothly and on that long, slow descent that's safe in your driving. We'll be talking about that throughout the show today. But how do you do that in your Christian walk? And as you may know, for years I've done a devotion at a retirement home in Moxville, North Carolina, and I've had a chance to watch some folks go 70, 80, 90, and now Miss Beck is actually 102. She'll be 103 before you know it. Wow. And I've had a chance to see how she came in for this phenomenal landing, and I thought I would share some biblical secrets. She actually has some scripture along these lines and that, that I'm going to share with you that Miss Beck shared with me, and that's coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. This is the Christian Car Guy Show. We're bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. And today, we want to think about how can we age gracefully? What are some ideas to slow down that process? And we're taking the question of the, am I a Mr. Magoo geezer? Right now, we're trying to find out about these roundabouts. And you can call in and win 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. What were you going to say, Bob? 
Well, we were talking about reaction times and everything. We got uh, our reaction times got tested very well while driving in New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> we, we uh, I mean, I'd heard about it and had heard that it was a different style of driving up there, but it really is. I mean, and nobody could ever over describe it because uh, it is it is the ultimate of uh, re- be ready to react to anything. There you go. It was a. Uh, quite challenging in several times you know and so and that and that brings up you know one of the points of of as we age it, you know that when a when a teenager is driving what is one of the one of the things that you do is you don't allow a lot of distractions in the car right you don't let them have five friends in the car with them when they're driving at first it's not a good plan because they're distracted you don't let them play the radio real loud you don't let them well you know what they have found that as we age our cognitive processes to slow down we become confused more easily so when we get up to that 60 or 70 it's time to start turning off the radio turning off the cell phone turning to less passengers and less distractions every rule we have or try to emphasize here is times 10 up there (laughs) (laughs) i mean we really really learned why people should not be on the phone or or you know anything the distractions were just so key because they're it's just such split second driving i mean you really have to be on your toes every second and i should mention that all this stuff's at christiancarguy.com there are so many resources that i found so quickly on how we can age more gracefully courses to take you know there's even an app to that you can put in your prescription and it will tell you how it affects your driving you you put in the name of it it gives you you know i couldn't even spell metformin which is what i take <laughs> and the thing even spelled it for me and then it told me how it reacted with all these other things and all these other resources they're all there at christiancarguy.com there is this test that we're giving you today that we're hoping somebody has the answer to roundabouts you know these new things those newfangled intersections do they result in more accidents less accidents less impact come on you can call in be brave. 866-348-7884. We want to hear your answer when we come back. Again, the Jesus Labor Love, Wisdom of the Wounded podcast, all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. When we come back, we have more questions. We have more answers. And hopefully we're going to come in for a smooth landing. So stay tuned. So much more. Christian Car Guy coming up. What's new? What's new? Good question. That's me, you got the right fellow. What's new? Wild adventure have you bumped into? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> you are a man of stature. In your hat, you're five foot three. Four. You'd be a man of vision. If only you could see. What's new? You would be a man of vision. If only you could see. There were actually several different Mr. McGoo shows, Bob, and I just picked that particular one because it, it had the most of him in it. The other ones were mostly music. But there you go, Mr. Magoo. When do we become that Mr. Magoo where we should be hanging up those keys? How do you know when it's time? What's a way you can come in with a, a smooth landing? What are some of the resources so you can hold on to your independence as long as you possibly can? That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And we're allowing you to call in and play. 
the I'm not a Mr. Magoo geezer challenge. Can you answer these questions to see if, if you're gonna if you're gonna feel that way? And so we're asking you to call in 866-348-7884. The first question that we had was roundabouts are found to result in blank crashes. Fewer crashes, more crashes, the same amount of crashes, or less impact crashes. Those are the questions and we are looking for answers we got jeremy he's a young well i'm guessing he's not a mr magoo at all because he's how old are you jeremy 19 18 18 all right so we're just going to hit him with the first question because we're going to see if we got some callers on the second question maybe they'll find that one easier what do you think roundabouts those newfangled intersections that you see are popping up really all over our area uh do you think they result in more crashes, less crashes, the same amount of crashes or high or less impact crashes? Well, considering how much I dislike them, <laughs> I'm going to go with more. You're going to go with more crashes? Yeah. Wow. What do you think we need? The, the, the meter is playing, and it's going to tell you here. Ah, uh, the answer is fewer crashes, wow. actually, because left turns are one of the most deadly things out there and so when you with the roundabouts you you end up merging and it also less impact crashes so you got that as well where are we get now we got to call her on the first question but they hopefully will easily answer our second question and the second question this is really a cool one bob how meant how much room should there be between your chest and the steering wheel now, if you remember Mr. Magoo, he was right up on the steering wheel. <laughs> but that's that's an interesting question because of airbags these days. So how much room should there be between your chest and the steering wheel? Less than 6 inches, 6 to 8 inches, 8 to 10 inches, or 10 to 12 inches? Actually, we have my mom on the phone, and she may have an answer. <laughs> mom, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. How are you? Well, I'm a Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> you be Miss Magoo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not driving anymore, son. You're not? No. And I'll tell you why. Um, I can't turn my neck because of the cancer. Oh. And so you can't see over your shoulder, you know, to park, to look behind you, to pass. You, you can't look over your shoulder. But what was the answer on the roundabout? I was talking to your phone guy. <laughs> fewer. They lead They lead to fewer because there's not a left turn involved. And less oh, impact, okay. too, right? Didn't and less say? impact, yeah. They're, they're really, really a much safer way. Europe, Europe apparently had some good idea in that. And because, you know, you make a left turn by going a roundabout, and you're always making right turns with roundabouts. Yeah. So they're really a, 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 a great way for some of the more dangerous intersections, but... How about the steering wheel, Mom? You know how far it's supposed to be away from well, you? Well, I would say 10 to 12. Ah. Johnny's put that in the meter, and it's coming up. Oh, you're exactly right. Because with airbags these days, if you get up on that steering wheel and that comes out, especially with something, you know, you can you can see some, you can have some damage. So you've got to be a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we've had our experience with, with the airbags coming out, and we know, you know, so that's what I try to maintain is eight to ten inches. But I'm really glad you called, Mom, because we can we can um, talk about some other issues that I I was always very impressed with how you gracefully 
um, you, in my mind, you came in for a very smooth landing in your driving. <laughs> well, that, your grandmother did, too. I don't know if you know that. But you when, did several things that I thought were really wise. One of the things you, you started doing was you started taking these courses, right? The, uh, the AAA I, I'm course. sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you. The AAA courses on yeah. um, how to drive as you're aging? Yeah, we we took them every three years. And they're they're a lot of fun, but they're also very helpful on giving you tips. Like, don't make left turns, go around the block and, you know, make right turns and all sorts of things. But uh, your grandmother, when we took her out to live with us, she said... I don't think I'm a safe driver anymore. I'm not going to drive anymore. That's just really awesome. That, uh, and it's got to yeah. be a hard decision to make. It, it is hard for me, and there are a lot of things I don't get to do anymore because I don't want to impose on anybody else. But it, it, I feel much safer. <laughs> now, your stepdad is driving at 90, <laughs> but he's still a very good driver. Well, you know, and he he knows all the tricks. He took the courses with me, and I try to never, never, never talk to him when he's driving. Yeah, because that's a that's one of the things, and not have yeah. a lot of people in the car with him. What were you going to say, Bob? You have some. Well, it just really uh, it it tickles me. And and was it a was it a pride thing that was kind of keeping you from stopping to drive, and you know that may have kept. I just feel like it would be hard for me, you know, to give up that. And uh, I know there will come a time when I need to. And my dad, he was, uh, I don't think he was extremely dangerous, but he concerned me sometimes. And it got to the point that when I was with him, he would just let me drive instead of take my instructions (laughs) while we were driving, you know. (laughs) Kind of like, well, if you're going to tell me how to drive, why don't you just drive so I don't have to listen to you all the time. But, uh it just uh, it's just a real blessing to hear that people can make the right decision about that. Actually, Bob, I think it's easier for women than men. Oh, oh yes, we are so macho, and you know. Yeah, I think that that's their pride. You know, this is what well, I first learned to do when I was a young man, and I can still do it. Oh, well, yeah. well, that's the question. We've got more questions to call okay. us hang with. Up. I'll shut we up. got to go to a break. It's okay, Mom. <laughs> 866-348-7884. You can call in and play 866-34-TRUTH. See the USA in your Chevrolet. America is asking you to call. Here come the Dutch boys. Those good guys are back. With a look in their eye. They mean business this time. Chances are that if you recognize <laughs> those themes, you have the possibility of becoming a Mr. Magoo geezer, and you may not be the driver you once were. So how do we come in for a smooth landing? <laughs> I recognize a lot of those themes. Uh, um, but how do, we, how do we do this gracefully? 
how do we not burden our families? How do we make sure that we don't impose on people because we stop driving too quickly, but by the same time we make this a, a smooth transition? And the neat thing is there are way more resources than there have ever been, I'm sure. And we found a lot of them, and they're at ChristianCarGuy.com from everything from the National Institute on Aging to AARP and AAA, and all these people have programs and classes and 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 things for your prescriptions and all sorts of stuff that, that are great resources, and they're all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. But we are playing the game today. Are you and Mr. Magoo Geezer? And we have another question, if you feel like playing. And here's the next question, number three. When driving, how much distance should you keep between your car and the vehicle in front of you? Should you remain at least three feet behind the car in front of you? Should you remain three car lengths behind the car in front of you? Or should you remain three seconds behind the car you are following? Or should you remain 30 seconds behind the car you're following? If you know the answer to that, you could win the limited edition Mr. Magoo Geezer. I'm not a Mr. Magoo Geezer certificate you call us 866-348-7884-866-348-7884 yes bob i won't answer that right away but i feel like i've got an answer to it and it's one of the i feel better about knowing this answer than any other questions (laughs) (laughs) well then somebody should call in and win the you know 866-34-TRUTH we We'll give you a chance to play the I'm not a geezer game. Now, uh, the, the the difficult question that I myself am facing right now is, is where is the end of the road? <laughs> you know, how do you and, – and, and I wrote this this morning as I really started to pray about it. I, I, I had the example of my mother, and, and I watched how this went. And so when do I put Old Red out to, to pasture? And when – you first started to drive, you remember this, Jeremy, it opened up a whole new world of freedom and control. And at the end of the day, giving up that freedom is so difficult, yet at some point completely necessary. And I don't have the answer, I don't think, and I'm hoping that some of the people that call in today will have the answer, and we would love to get your point of view, but it was my family that loved me enough to slowly let me drive more and more until they felt I was ready for complete freedom. So I'm thinking I would like to trust my family and ask them to tell me and begin that conversation early on if they see something dangerous that I'm doing. Am I scaring you because I'm not looking like I should when I am turn around? Is there something that's there? And get that conversation going. I hope to certainly increase my following distance and learn about the noise level and those kind of things. But as I age, I'm hoping to more engage my family to say, guys, can you tell me if I'm scaring you? And let them, because, you know, my mother, who you just heard, she was, she and my father pulled the trigger on when it was okay for me to go ahead. How about getting some feedback from your children and making sure, or the other people that are in your life that you live with, that say, hey, how am I doing? Am I doing something that's scaring you? And, and let them begin to give you that feedback. That's what I'm thinking, Bob. And there's not a set age. It's, you know, we can't just put down a number and say, you know, okay, when you're this age, you can't drive anymore because it's it varies so much. You know, it's just like people's vision and stuff, you know. Right, some people or their can see, People can see, some people can see great at 90, and and uh, I'm kind of like Ray Charles without my glasses now. I, I can't. 
Well, I work with a, a man who was severely diabetic. He he wasn't too old to drive, you wouldn't think, but he could his sugar could drop out and he could start flopping on the floor in in matter of moments. And I'm like, what are you doing driving? Because at any moment, you don't know when that's going to happen. So your physical condition, or if you've got a heart attack, you know, all those kind of things. We got Deb is in Louisville, Kentucky. How exciting, Deb. You're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Hi. Are you ready to play the I Am Not a Mr. Magoo Geezer game? <laughs> I sure am. All right. When driving, how much distance should you keep between the car and the vehicle in front of you? Is it three feet? Three car lengths, three seconds, or 30 seconds? I'm going to say three car lengths. Three car lengths. We're going to put that into the Mr. Magoo's. Oh. I lose. You would be. I. You know, when I was learning how to drive, Deb, mm-hmm. yep. I was told that you go one car length for every miles, 10 miles an hour. So if somebody was going 30 miles an hour, you would be exactly right. It would be three car lengths. But then apparently, Jeremy, by the time you took driver's ed, they changed that to seconds. Yeah, I always heard seconds. Because it, however fast you're going, it's more. It's it's three seconds. More distance for each second. So if you're driving 60 miles an hour, this is an interesting little statistic. That if you're driving 60 miles an hour in three seconds, you will go 250 feet. And so if you're counting three seconds between you, right, Jeremy? Well, you go ahead and tell us how you learned it in driver's ed. Uh, They didn't really teach me in driver's ed. I just learned from, like, parents and had a graduation project teacher. We were driving to get the materials, and he said, you know how far I should stay away? This is kind of random, but no, I don't. Three car lengths, I guess. He said, no, three seconds. You know why? And then he explained it. Yeah, that the like time that, that at 30 miles an hour, that three seconds is however many feet, but at 60 is yeah. 250. So, Deb, here's an interesting thing. If it's three seconds for Jeremy at age 18, as I go into geezerdom <laughs> between 60 and 70, I've got to add a half a second to that because my reaction time is slowing. And so, okay. you know, we're all we're all learning stuff. So I'm interested since I've got you on the phone, Deb. Yes. How do you think we should handle that decision of when we should hang up the keys maybe there should be a driver's test uh, given every three or four years so people know how they're doing yeah that's a great idea and a lot of states are um changing their laws that at certain ages their driving tests come more frequently because some in some states you got four years between tests and things can drastically change um, so that's a great that's a great piece of wisdom. Deb, thank you for calling in and playing. You're welcome. We appreciate you. you. God bless you. It was fun. God bless you. Thank you. All right. We have the next question on the I am not a Mr. Magoogie. <laughs> so, and I, this is a really good one. While waiting to turn left at an intersection, your wheels should be pointed A, straight, B, left, C, right, or D, it doesn't matter. So when you're waiting to turn left at an intersection, should you start turning your wheels to the left, or should you keep them straight, or to the right? Which is the answer? You call us 866-348-7884. By the way, this particular answer to this question, unfortunately, has got a lot of folks killed. I will give you a little bit of a hint. This is probably one of the most critical questions on this test. 
So while you're waiting to turn left at an intersection, where should your wheels be pointed? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. I see we've got a caller calling in that, that may have an answer for us. So, Bob, I, I know so many people. I know at least three people I can name right off the top of my head that died as a result of this question. Uh, people having the wrong answer while they were driving. And uh, it's just so, so, so important. And, and wish everybody wish everybody would emphasize that during every driving training, you know, there should even be promotions telling people about this. Cause you know, Bob, that's a great idea. I, I ought to, because I do my stand on the highway moment, you know, like the, the place during the show. I should make one on this particular question because it is it's, it's galactic how, it, how many folks are killed by this uh it is it is and we have got a caller on the line has an answer for us so we're going to go to them um well we lost them before they got going that would have been frank but we have somebody else and the, he's a uh, producer's going to get their information frank by all means call back during the break He's got to answer a while waiting to turn left in the intersection. Her wheels should be pointed straight, left, right. It doesn't matter. 866-348-7884. We're playing the I'm Not a Mr. Magoo Geezer contest today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Stay tuned. going to make some history will we make good history (laughs) will we make bad history depending on our decisions as we come in for a landing with our life and something to be thinking about been proactively uh, engaged in how will you finish well as far as you're driving we're going to get to how you finish well in your christian life here in a minute but we are playing the geezer game and allowing folks to to answer some of this this question that we have is absolutely critical and we got jackie is in Charlotte. She called in to tell us, while waiting to turn left at an intersection, your wheels should be pointed straight, left, right, or it doesn't matter. What do you think, Jackie? I think it's straight. You are that, well, we're going to let the geezer meter. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to, you are exactly right. That is a life and death decision when you are in an intersection to make a left turn. Because of your correct answer, if they are straight, if somebody slams into the back of you, which happens a lot of intersections that has happened to me, you'll be just sitting there. You don't see the people coming in the mirror, nothing. All of a sudden, you feel them slamming into the back of you. If you yeah. begin to turn to the left, then guess what? You're coming into the oncoming traffic on the left. If your wheels are to the right because you're wanting to make a U-turn and you're kind of trying to get all set to do that, then you will go into the traffic coming into your right side. So... It matters a lot, and that's a lifesaver right there, Jackie. It is. And so, what do you <laughs> have? You got a have you got an answer on how you know when it's when it's time to begin to 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 restrict your own freedom? Um, 
Well, for my mother, mm-hmm. when she started getting lost behind the wheel and it took her an hour to find something that should have taken 15 minutes, I think there are some reasons to uh, limit driving at that point. There you go. That's a very good very Obser- good clue. Yeah. That's a great observation. God bless you, Jackie. Thank you for calling in today, and we're going to get that certificate out to you. You are not a geezer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. We have another question, and we have oh, – Bob had the answer to that one. Somebody else may want to call in. This is another question that I think is actually quite important. Um, older drivers are typically safe, cautious drivers, but they're not perfect. What is the most common traffic violation – for drivers that are over 55 that includes both of us bob <laughs> oh yes over 55 last over week, 55 last week, what I do you think 55. is the most common traffic violation failure to yield the right of way or making an improper left turn or making an improper lane change or ignoring a stop sign or traffic traffic light which do you think we of the 55 plus crowd which we get a discounted ihop now Read those choices again. <laughs> Failure to yield right away. That's number one. Number two, making an improper left turn. We're eating it out. Making <laughs> improper lane change. We're ignoring, ignoring a stop sign. You call us. We have that question left. 866-348-7884. And I did, I did want to move into our appraisal by the Real Black Book while I'm waiting for all those callers on that last question. 866 348 Seven eight eight four. You know, at the end of the show, we like to take our subject of the day, and just like at some point in time, you know, we're coming to the end of our Christian life. So, what does that look like? How do we land well, so to speak? How do we come in smoothly and finish well, the way Paul did? He he mentions that really in several of his letters. So, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, I am so blessed that I have been doing this this devotion, a retirement home for. I don't know, 15 years maybe. And as you might guess, Bob, they teach me way more than I ever have a chance to devote. And there's a lady by the name of Miss Beck. And she is she was probably 88 when I came to know her. And now she's 102, going on 103 fast. And I can't tell you all the wisdom that she's imparted. I mean, it is phenomenal the wisdom that she has imparted to me, the prayers that she has prayed for me. But she told me this once because I was like, Miss Beck, you're out there. You're starting Bible study. She's in her 90s now at this point, and she's getting the people out there to vote on certain issues, and, and she's real active around her. So you're doing all this stuff. And I said, Miss Beck, at what point in time do you retire? And she says, young man, <laughs> you're not familiar with Ecclesiastes 8.8, are you? And I'm like, no, I, I don't guess I am. <laughs> she said, well, and she quotes this. As no one has power over the wind to contain it, and so no one has power over the time power over the time of their death, as no one is discharged in time of war. <laughs> so wickedness will not release those who practice it. As long as the war's on, son, I'm in the army. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> profound, brother. It was <laughs> profound. And when you think about it, how badly we need that stage of life, the sages, the folks like my mom, your dad, that have had a chance to live some life. And what, you know, there is a, a proverb, Ivonian proverb, that says the death of an elderly man is like the burning of a library. There is so much wisdom in there. 
that they can share if they felt like, wow, I, I need to find some young people to have in the, my group of friends to impart this stuff that God's been teaching me all these years. You, you, there are sages out there, and we need to call them up out of that and, and get them into our lives because it's a critical part of life is to, is to engage sages, Bob. You couldn't have said that better, and, and I feel like that's kind of on a different level, uh, kind of what I offer these young people that I, I work with at church. And, um, you know, I've been through so many of the things that that they're challenged with, and it just the opportunity to share my experiences and and my downfall. Now, you could sit there and take a Bible and try to thump somebody in the head with it, and they'll stand still for a few minutes. But a young person will sit there and let you listen to all the mistakes you want to admit to them that you they'll just listen to that. And if they maybe learn something from your mistake, wow, what an awesome experience, you know. And we have um in our in what I call my band of brothers that that, that I walk with, there's a man by the name of Vinny Menino who's eighty three. Now he is hung up the driving part. In order to come to our meeting, he has to come after dark and he won't drive after dark anymore because he's losing his eyesight so we literally go pick him up and it's well worth it bob believe me to have this man in our group that is prepared to share the wisdom of all those years and again he can't drive but unlike our driving and hanging up the keys to that i don't believe according to miss beck and i'm going to go with her she's 102 that you don't ever hang up the keys of the kingdom <laughs> pretty awesome stuff you know <laughs> that, that that this is this is part of what you do so we do have we have joanne in mechanicsville and she may have an answer for us on this last of the geezer uh i am not a mr McHugh geezer questions so are you with us joanne yeah i'm so glad you called in this morning so uh, older drivers most common traffic violations, do you feel like they are the failure to the yield right of way, make an improper left turn, making an improper lane change, or ignoring a stop sign? Which one do you think it is? Um, I'm hoping that it's a failure to yield right away, but but hoping it's not because I'm not even 50 yet and did that the <laughs> other day. So let's do failure to yield right away. Well, we're putting that in the grace while we can't because we got the computer run. I'm going to tell you that you're exactly right. That that is, and 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 we had talked about through the show. It's a good idea to, if we're getting a little over fifty, to remove some of those distractions, because failure to right, right away has to do with really paying attention to where you are on the road and who's doing what. Right, Bob? In some states, there is no right of way. <laughs> well uh, anyway thank you joanne god bless you i appreciate you calling in today we're gonna get that certificate out to you thank you all for listening and let's all prepare a great landing thanks for listening to christian Kardashian. show